The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What's good, everybody? It is Sunday, November 20th, 2022. This is your daily sports betting brand of record. We call it the early edge. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line. The best value in all sports betting, and it is not close. Oh, it is Sunday brunch. It's an incredibly busy day at the brand. Now, the World Cup starts today, so a little bonus pick right off the jump. It's not a part of the show because it starts in less than an hour. But Qatar, Ecuador, our silent assassin, Brant Sutton, at Sportsline has a pick. I'm going to give it to you for free right here, right now. Let's go under two and a half or under two and a quarter or under. It's going to be a boring game, no goals. But after today, after today, we will have a World Cup pick every single day of the World Cup. But... As always, before we look forward, we must look back. Kind of a ho-hum day, as I like to say. Lost some juice. Not the day that we would have liked. Not like last weekend, but this happens. This happens. This is why we preach money management. And you don't have to play every single play. So, let's look forward to today. Because you know we have multiple shows in addition to this one. Coming up at noon Eastern time, we break down all of the 1 o'clock games. All of the 4 o'clock games. And, of course, tonight, what a Sunday night football game we have for you. Just about an hour. From where I'm sitting right now, Chiefs on the road to take on the Chargers. We'll have a full live show, as always, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, counting down to Sunday night football. All right, you know on a Sunday, I bring in my heavy hitters. I bring in the big dolls, the OGs. So let's start live from Nashville, Tennessee, the man who named this show, M Squared. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, RJ, Larry, everybody out there. Happy Sunday brunch. Fired up for some football of both kinds today can't wait for this world cup let's go oh and that energy is just permeating from mikey's box right over to the stoic one rj white good morning rj good morning excited to finally have the world cup here i am a belgium backer i lived in belgium as a kid so very excited to see them here i think this might be their last opportunity to do something big got really close the last time around semifinals lost to france so very excited to see my team play God, you find out something new every single day. I had no idea. By the way, in, in addition to Brand Sutton, we got Buckus. We got the Guru. We're going to have special shows. We're going to have it all. Hopefully, you watched our entire Futures episode because once it kicks off, all those are out the window. So hopefully, you took the time. Now, he's been here since day one. And I look back a couple of days ago, Maestro, do you know we have not missed a day since December 2020? Did you know that? I did. That is incredible, though. Incredible. 
Most shows like to take hiatuses. Not us. We grind through seven days a week, 365. So let's get into it. Storylines that could affect the betting lines today. And I tell you what, Maestro, there are a lot of games that we are interested in today, but none more so than what's going down in Minnesota. Cowboys, Vikings, start us off. This looks to be the game of the day, and there's such a split opinion on this. You know, the Circa Millions consensus, the top five consensus picks, usually uh, there's the – I'm trying to explain this in the right way. Let me get this straight. Number two is the Cowboys. Number five is the Vikings. In other words, the people in the Circa Millions are completely torn. There's over 1,000 on each game. This happens maybe once a season. That's how strong – the opinions are on this game when you have an eight and one team that's a home dog and a lot of people thinking they're fraudulent, but they just keep winning seven straight wins by one score or less, you know, eight or fewer points. Last year, they were six and eight under Mike Zimmer in those games. And now under Kevin O'Connell, they are doing all the right things late in the game. Two straight ridiculous comeback wins on the road. Of course, last week was almost a miracle. Uh, And the week before was also very unlikely down 10 and they get the pick uh, from Heineke. So that on that side, it looks a little fluky, but then again, they just keep doing it. I'm glad to see the injury report for both sides is very good. You know, Darisaw, the left tackle is in Zadarius Smith is expected to play Justin Jefferson completely off the injury report. But the Cowboys, they'll have Demarcus Lawrence, they'll have Anthony Barr, they'll have Zeke Elliott. So they look good to go. And they completely, basically outplayed the Packers, did whatever they want. But of course, Dak threw the big picks. The last thing I'll leave you with, Kirk Cousins, it's not 1 o'clock. At any time other than 1 o'clock starts, he's 20, excuse me, 20 and 30 against the spread. At 1 o'clock, he's more than 10 games over 500 against the spread. All right, keep that in mind. 425 Eastern time is that kick today. A lot of good nuggets from Chick-fil-A on a Sunday when they're not open. Thank you, Maestro. All right, now, that might be the game of the day. But, RJ, the story of the day and the story of the entire week was your Buffalo Bills and why they waited until yesterday to dig out of the snow and fly, I have no idea. But they are now in Detroit. This game will be played indoors. The numbers have been flying all over the place this week, taking on the Browns. By the way, Bills will be playing Thanksgiving in the same building on Thursday. RJ, talk to me. Yeah, I took Cleveland plus eight and a half on site early in the week. That was voided due to the the location change, which happens at most books, but not all books. Um, Only a half point move despite Buffalo losing home field advantage, and that's because their offense is not going to be limited in this game. A snow game would have very much benefited Cleveland, but not Buffalo here, uh, but not Buffalo. So now they'll be able to open up the offense and just run their normal offense indoors. Uh, What I'm worried about with Buffalo, they canceled practice Friday. They scrambled to travel Saturday. They're returning Sunday. They're not going to stay in Detroit. So uh, it's hard to judge their focus to me. I make the game Buffalo minus nine on a neutral. I would play it at Buffalo minus seven and a half, which was available early and, and is available at some books. At eight is just a lean for me. I understand wanting to allow the players to be around their families, and I guess that's what they're doing it for. But from a guy who literally traveled for a living for over 10 years, just go to the same hotel and stay there for eight days or whatever it's going to be, or five days. Why would why the back and forth? Why wait until Saturday? It doesn't make a lot of sense. The focus was the word that I really heard from you that I want to notice today. Focus. Focus. All right. Now, focus is a good word for us because we can't always just focus on the NFL. There are really good games to find when you're not looking. Like in the NBA, I need the injury report. Mikey. 
Yeah, we got big injury reports here. Uh, look, Jimmy Butler out, Nicole Jokic still out. Uh, for the Knicks, Cam Reddish and Mitchell Robinson both questionable. Um, let's see here. For the Houston Rockets, Kevin Porter listed as doubtful, opens up a lot of minutes in the backcourt there. For the Miami Heat, already mentioned Jimmy Butler out, Bam Adebayo questionable, Gabe Vincent questionable, Duncan Robinson doubtful. They're playing against Cleveland, Kevin Love doubtful in that one. Big news in Memphis and Brooklyn. No jaw, no Desmond Bain. Kyrie Irving has been cleared to return tonight. He is eligible to play tonight. Unsure if he actually will, but he is eligible to return in that game. Uh, for the Nuggets, Nicole Jokic remains out. Jamal Murray out. Aaron Gordon listed questionable. For the Lakers, LeBron James did not return in the last game. Questionable, much closer to playing. Probably ends up playing in this home game tonight against the Spurs. That's right. That's a 6.30 local start, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. Listen to those names. I encourage you to write them down. I do every single time because in the NBA, way more important than the NFL when one player is gone, like Ja, who's going to be out for several weeks. That matters a lot in the NBA. All right, Mikey, thank you very much. All right, now let's get into our board for the day. And sometimes when you come off a ho-hum day, you need to manufacture a little energy. So I don't do this very much anymore, but today I feel like it's warranted. If you're out there traveling around, be safe. If you're heading to grandma's house, be safe. Papa Coach, Mama Coach, coming tonight. Maybe I'll throw Papa Coach on the show tomorrow, but I know he can't do this. M Square, you know the drill, son. It doesn't matter if it's Thanksgiving week or if it's football, basketball, Hockey, it doesn't matter. My man can do it all. So if you don't mind, if you don't mind, start us off. Give it to me. All right. We're going to bring the first quarter under sweats from college football over to the NFL today. <laughs> we're going first quarter under a very low number of seven, not seven and a half, under seven in Pat's Jets. Love this spot here. Decent weather conditions overall in terms of low scoring. We're talking low temperatures. Winds blowing 20-plus miles per hour at times. Could make longer throws and kicking more difficult. These are two of the worst teams in the NFL in terms of scoring early in games. The Patriots actually rate 29th in the league, 1.7 points per game in the first quarter. The Jets, they are in the bottom third of the league as well, scoring just three points per game in first quarters. Both of these teams, slow starts. Chief is fired up about it. I'm fired up about it. Let's go under seven in this first quarter. Well, damn it, if Chief's fired up about it, I'm fired up about it, too. We're going to make it a, an appearance this morning on the show. Nobody loves Chief like the early edge. Family loves Chief. Now, it has been very, very cold. A lot of snow in the northeast, which is why I moved to California. But, RJ, there is a team in the northeast that is very slowly, very quietly just winning game after game after game. And today, you believe they'll do it again. Who am I talking about? You're talking about the Giants. I thought you might be talking about the Lions, who won two straight. But feels fortunate. that feels fortunate with the Green Bay red zone picks. Aaron Rodgers throwing some terrible passes. That Chicago pick six that Detroit had. Easiest pick six they're ever going to have in that game. Um, the Giants offense doesn't throw picks. Daniel Jones has two all year. Giants defense is 32nd in rush yards per play, but second on third down and in the red zone. So even though they're giving up these these runs they can limit the scoring they can get punts they can get out of there and, and uh, only let teams give up field goals uh, the Giants can run the ball against Detroit Steve not make mistakes win this game by at least three so I like the Giants 
minus three is one pick. I also got Greg Dulcich over 42 and a half receiving yards. Denver's down multiple receivers, and they're going to need to lean on Dulcich more in the pass game, and he's not going to be needed to block. The Vegas defense is last in the NFL in sack rate, so they should be able to get it done with who they have, get him out on routes and throw the ball to him. And then a big development we saw a report today, Clint Kubiak now calling plays. That can only be positive for this Denver offense. That has looked horrendous. So anybody new calling plays, like to see it. He was actually pretty solid for Minnesota. I, I know he they uh, last year they had some you know ups and downs and, and some some people didn't like some spots where they called some plays, but I believe they were like 14th in scoring, which is way, way better than this Denver offense. So I think the Denver offense can see a boost. And then finally, just speaking on Mikey's pick, I'm surprised he didn't find a way to get Tyree kill overs on there, even though they're off this week. <laughs> you are a oh. savage. You are an absolute savage. I see many of you in the chat are asking about different props, different names, different numbers. We'll be more than happy to answer all of them. Today at noon Eastern time as we break down every single game on the board. But Maestro, <clears throat> after Mikey, after the stoic one, it is now time. We've arrived. For those of you brand new to the show, and every single show we're growing in leaps and bounds, hit that like button for me. This is the spot of the show that you have to earn to get. It's the Maestro spot, not the bucket seat. I don't care about the World Cup. This is the Maestro seat. You're up, sir. All right, I got three props today, and I love them almost as much as the one I gave out on Friday's show, which was Kamara under 65 and a half rushing yards. I'm going to start with Melvin Gordon under 37 and a half rushing yards. This guy is washed. He's 29 years old. He's splitting carries with Latavius Murray and Chase Edmonds, and there is a new play caller who may realize that, although last week he only got seven carries. Murray got nine, and actually Murray's number is higher. Gordon has gone under this four straight, and the Raiders, as terrible as they are, one thing they do very decently is stop the run. So I love Melvin Gordon under. And then this one, Nick Chubb over 17 and a half, longest rush. He's gone over it every single game this season. He went over it four, the last four times of last season. So we got 11 straight, and we've seen that Bills defense get gashed by the run. Talking about Minnesota, Green Bay, and the Jets the last three weeks. That is one of their weaker points. Not a weakness, but it is a weaker point. And Nick Chubb, great conditions. Uh, I like him to hit this yet again. And then finally, I'm going to a guy who's been a huge disappointment, and that is Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, over 36 and a half receiving yards against the Chicago Bears. You know, Pitts has been, you know, one of the biggest disappointments of the year. Is it his fault? Is Mariota's fault? Well, at least the last three weeks, eight targets per game. They are trying to get in the ball. They had 10 days to rest. This is a dream matchup because the Bears were already weak at defending the middle of the field. And since Roquan Smith is gone and uh, Robert Quinn, they're the worst defense in football and especially in the middle of the field. 36 and a half for Kyle Pitts. Come on, let's get it done today. I already played the over in this game. I already played it. Like I think I got it at 48 and a half. This thing is going to fly to the other. I think RJ on the site, were you on the over in this game too? Yeah, I liked it over. I had 49 and then it came down a little bit more. I'm wondering why, because I just see so many points in, in that environment there. Um, you know, these defenses can't play any, any, can't stop anyone. So, I mean, the Bears had what, like 60 points in each of their last three games yeah. uh, between the two teams. So I think this game flies over. Yeah, I agree, too. you got to back it up. If you're a Sportsline member, you get everybody's perspective. That's why we want to build this community up so much. You can listen to Larry, listen to Mikey, listen to RJ, the absolute very best in the business today. So grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap courtesy of Jake the Snake on the ones and the two. Maestro, three props so far, but as he said, 
Gave out some on Friday. You got to pay attention all week. Melvin Gordon, let's go under 37 and a half rush yards. Nick Chubb, longest rush you heard. Every game this year, he has gone over this number. Over 17 and a half yards, minus 110. Kyle Pitts, over 36 and a half against that Bears defense. That is terrible. Then, Mikey, one play so far. Patriots, Jets, first quarter under seven. You know if he's giving this out in the NFL, he loves it. This is usually a college play. RJ, Giants minus three. Greg Dulcich, over 42 and a half receiving yards. And also, do not forget, Emory Hunt from Big Pick Energy Friday gave out the Grey Cup three separate picks. You can pick which ones you like. I would personally stay away from the minus 240 now. That's been steamed way up. But you can see what else you have. But we also tell you on Sunday brunch, for those of you who stay all the way to the end, we give you a little bit of a bonus. We like to call it the look ahead. RJ, you're up. I've been hitting the Steelers recently in these look ahead picks, and I'm going to stick with them. Plus three at Indy. Indy could be a paper tiger since Vegas D gets no pressure. So that result last week, I don't know that that's indicative of how Indy's going to play moving forward. If their offense falters this week, even with Philly's defensive injury, I think their stock could plummet here in this game. Could get closer to a pick them. A lot of optimism around Pittsburgh. We saw that line at five, five and a half early in the week. We gave it out as a look ahead at five and a half. It was five early in the week. Now it's down to three and a half um, with TJ Watt back. Um, they're going to probably dominate that Cincinnati offensive line. This Indy offensive line, there's nobody worse than this Indy offensive line. So it's a good matchup for them too. And if they win, which I think is 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 uh, possible against Cincy, I mean, this game is definitely going to steam down off the three. So I would take it at three now. I don't think it's going to get any higher. And I think there's a good chance it's lower because Pittsburgh might be better than Indy at this point. You got to stay in it. You got to stay focused seven days a week. These look-aheads are so incredibly important. RJ, thank you for doing that for us every single week here on Sunday Brunch. All right, remember, we're here all day long. Follow all of my cappers, all of my crew members on social media. You never know when they're going to drop a pick, a little bit of knowledge. But in the meantime, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. I cannot believe the World Cup is starting. Let's take all of these tickets straight. To the pay window. For my entire crew, love them all. M squared, the stoic one. Maestro, Jake the Snake on the ones and the twos. And all of you at home making this show and this brand what it is. Man, we love doing this. And we're going to do it all day today right here at the Early Edge. Good luck. Good luck.